welcome to And It's Writing, a tipsy writing podcast for one of our mini episodes. Every other Friday, you can also join us at 7.30 Eastern on Twitch for a live stream. To see the upcoming schedule, check out our website at anditswriting.com. That's one word, no spaces. I'm Avery Ames, writer of adult fantasy. And I'm DC McNaughton, speculative and historical fiction writer. So grab a drink, pop in your earbuds, and enjoy today's episode. Hi, today we are going to talk about how reading can get harder when you start studying writing craft, particularly reading for pure enjoyment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it gets it gets hard to turn off your brain and just like absorb the story as you start to study craft and learn things about writing craft. Yeah. I still enjoy books, but I can't turn off that part of my brain. Are you able to turn it off? Honestly, like we are gonna have like the most different <laughs> opinions on this ever. Ever since I was a tiny baby, I have been the most judgmental person in the entire universe. So like you can guarantee like judgmental in the creative way. Not like judgmental of people like living their lives and shit, but like judgmental and that like, okay, like I was raised with a pretty pr- prodigal pr- prodigal prodigal prodigal, prodigal I think. My- Dad was very, he was very much a prodigy at the things that he did. Um, my brother and I kind of got some of that. Like, we were very creative when we were very young. We we did, like, even though we didn't have a good education or we and we were poor as fuck, you know, my dad was a musician and he was insanely good at it. And, you know, we were artists and, like, I just was raised to judge everything that was creative all the time. And that actually got in the way of writing when I was younger or reading when I was younger um, and enjoying reading when I was younger because I just, I hated everything if it didn't have everything that it needed. Like if it doesn't have this, I don't want to read it. Like and I was just as picky in school because my dad was like, no, you're not going to read this trash you find in, you know, the the airport. You're going to read this like antique book that, you know, was written by this guy back. And, And so he trained it into me really early in life. So I actually don't, know what it was like to have like no sense of writing being this thing that was enjoyable writing reading because to my my dad is a sour motherfucker who basically trained like hate (laughs) into my blood super early and while I sort of resent him for that like I super resent him for that because I do the same thing to myself I'm constantly judging myself so like I have always had a hard time reading for enjoyment because I've got the I've got the the asshole dad smacking me in the back of the head saying, don't read this, read that, because that's bad. And, you know, you know, I turned into an asshole, too, so I can't even blame him. But <laughs> this explains yeah. a lot about how the things you tell me about your own writing and the way you do <laughs> treat your own writing. I'm seeing I'm I'm learning some you things here. Yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the you know, it's not something I want it's not a trait that I want to have. It's not a trait that I'm proud of. It's a character flaw. Yeah, it's it's hard. It, it's really it's really difficult for me to sit back and be like, it's okay for this to not be right. Uh, especially because I, I became an adult so early in life. Like I was taking mm-hmm. care of myself because I, you know, I was emancipated, I I was poor, I took care of myself. And when you have that sort of mentality, you don't have fun with things. And I actually, in my adult life, have had to train myself to start having fun. So I actually have the opposite effect. Like, I'm starting to learn how to have fun in reading now because I can I can be an adult and be like, this 
mindset that you have is ridiculous. Sit the fuck down and enjoy this book. It doesn't matter if it's good or bad or whatever. Just sit down and fucking enjoy it. Shut up and and like it. And, you know, allowing myself to pick up what is, in a way, a sense of Buddhism about books and like be like, it's okay. Just enjoy it. Like it's actually helped. Like, like get rid of some of that. I I need to relearn. I need to relearn that because it's hard. It's hard. My problem is. I used to, and it's so weird because I used to read so much um, as a kid, as a young adult, you know, like even up to, up until I started writing, like really deciding I wanted to be a writer and I wanted to study craft and I wanted to learn how to write well. Up until that point, I was just, I would read everything. I would, and I've gone back to some of those books I loved and been like, I don't like this anymore. <laughs> Some I do, some I do love, yeah. but there's some books that I love. I just adored, and I go back and I read it, and I'm like, this is not well written, like from a prose standpoint. And now, every time I start a new book, I'll get into like chapter one and be like, oh, this is so many info dumps, or why did we even have this prologue? <laughs> or I'll be like, why are you, why are you not varying your sentence structure? Your sentence structure is clunky and boring. And like, I am the DNF queen. I will DNF. So many books, so many yeah. for like petty reasons. And I'm like, I need to like out. I probably DNF 70% of the books I start. And usually it's within the first couple chapters, which is really yeah. sad. I don't give them a chance. People are like, give it a chance. And I'm like, no, if I'm not enjoying it by chapter two, I quit. But yeah. the ones that do make it, I do tend to enjoy, but I'm still analyzing as I'm enjoying it. And sometimes it's good it's like wow i really love what they did with the structure here and i love how they're playing with like character arcs and stuff but i don't just sit and like live the story anymore i'm always looking at how they wrote it and why they wrote it the way they did it's like when i was in art school and you do art studies and you start to see why they oh i see why they picked this you know color palette and why they did this as you're redoing it Mm -hmm. it's kind of the similar thing where you start you start seeing like the x-ray of the bones of the thing and sometimes you can appreciate that and sometimes you can rip it to pieces i i have a lot of tips for you and anybody else who's out there dealing with this because the thing is is because of i, I guess because of this weird upbringing that i had i you know when i became a certain age i realized that i was like my heart my heart was getting shitty because like I was stressing over the dumbest shit, like it books included. And I actually, you know, had to teach myself how to step back and like enjoy things. I'm going to use this as a weird metaphor. We were, we were in the backyard like last year planting trees, like me and my family mm -hmm. and the, the sprinkler was on. And like, I looked at the sprinkler and I said, that just looks like really nice right now. And like my, my girlfriend, she's like, it does. Let's just run through it. And I was like, no, like it's, it's, it's cold and it's cold and, it, and it's, it's a, I'm not a kid. And she like literally just like pulled me into it. And I started jumping through it and having a good time. And like, I, I was at the end of it, I was crying. I was like, oh my God, I'm having Aww. so much fun. Like I, like this is like, I need to allow myself to do this more often and like sort of, and, and after that I said, dude, like we got to learn to fucking relax. Like I got to learn to relax. And I think that's when I started like, you know, if I got to the paragraphs I didn't like and I wanted to get through a book, I was like, 
I'm going to skip it because I can. <laughs> I'm just going to read it really fast. I'm going to read the first sentence and the last sentence of each paragraph until I'm feeling like I like the book again. And I've stopped DNFing books that way because like I was, I stopped analyzing them and I just started reading them. Like, mm-hmm. like I even, I'm not going to tell you the bad book that I have reading right now because I don't want to throw that person under the bus. He's actually a very well-known writer. Um, but like I am forcing myself through this book, but I'm reading it very fast. So it's not like I'm, I'm not analyzing this mm-hmm. one. I do, however, have an analyze this book so you can write better time. And that's the first part of my morning. So like I have 15, 20 minutes before I start writing. That's when I read the book that I analyze. Mm-hmm. Which is why you find me rereading books so much because I know there are certain authors that do things that I want to do really right, like Donna Tart. When you listen to our podcast, I'm always reading a Donna Tart book, <laughs> and it's because her craft is very good. And um, so I always read her stuff before my day. But I also read other books in the middle of the day. Um, that's my non-analyzing time. Like I can analyze a book once per day. Like I can sit and not enjoy a book once per day and just like read it and eat it up slowly. And then and then I I read other books yeah. off that time. Uh, and that sort of helps. And I just try not to think about it. I turn off the thinking brain. And the moment I start thinking about it, I start, I read faster. I'm just going to read faster so that you, you can't catch me. <laughs> like, you can't catch me, judgmental thought. I may have to do that. And like, um, and it actually it works. So yeah, that's that's how that's how I sort of started managing it was just, you know, just running over the stuff that was bothering me. Just ignore it. You don't have to. And I do this to myself when I talk to people every day. Like I have to correct myself because I was raised by someone who was very mean to me, who, you know, who was abusive if I did not do things right, who was very mean about if I creatively did anything wrong. And I do this to other people and I have to check myself every day, like make sure that I'm not hurting people by saying things that are, a little bit like they, they either come off elitist or, or like, I don't know. I don't know how they come off, but I do tend to say things that, or at least I used to say things that you would rub people the wrong way. And I kind of brought that same to the books. Like why judge a book? Like why, why do it? Why judge a person? Why judge an author and just like try to enjoy what they wrote. And like, now that I do that, I'm so much happier not judging people as much, not judging books as much. And I would definitely uh, recommend it. <laughs> I'm going to try this like first and last sentence thing because I, yeah. I will say there was a book recently. Um, I did this challenge where I was reading books that were recommended by friends and there was a book someone recommended and they're like, I think you would really like this based on what you like. And I opened it and it was doing some things in the first chapter that just from a craft perspective, I did not like. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to DNF this, but then I was like, nope, nope. I made this, this like pact to, with myself that I was going to finish these books. And it wasn't like a huge, enormous book. It's like, I'm going to, I'm going to finish the book. And by chapter three, I was loving it. And mm-hmm. I was like, if I gave, and I say that I'm like, oh, if I'm not enjoying it by chapter two, I'm going to turn it off. And apparently that's not always the case, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I had, I had let myself stop judging that one. And it turned out well. So, I mean, I think I think you're right because that that first chapter was just where I was getting hangups. And if I had just read it a little faster, I would have gotten to the part where I'm like, oh no, I like this part. <laughs> yeah, and and you know, I think when I first started getting into this thing, uh, aside from the speed ringing, the sections that just weren't flying for me, I would also like I also started being like, okay, 
but this person is published. Why? Why is this mm-hmm. person published? Why do people read their books? Like, you know, why do they do that? And and if you want to bring analyzing into it, if that keeps you reading, do that. Like, what? why is this person published and why am I not published? Why? Like, what is this person doing right, even though they're doing all this other stuff mm-hmm. wrong? And typically, if you look for it, you'll find it. And I, I have learned a lot of interesting things um, from doing mm-hmm. that. Uh, just like finding these authors that I hate and just trying to see what they do right. I do think that's something that comes up. I, I mention a lot when people talk about like, oh, this particular really popular book is garbage. Like books that are commonly talked down upon as garbage books. And I'm like, I may not like them, but obviously a lot of people did. So this author did something that connected with people and what was it? And so, yeah, like you said, that can be a good thing to analyze even about books that you hate and be like, okay, if it's popular and I hate it, it's obviously popular because not everybody hates it. (laughs) So what, what did it do that people loved? Right. Right. And one of one of my biggest one of my biggest pet peeves um, is people who make fun of Fifty Shades of Grey. Like, look, I've never read Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> I understand there's some controversial topics in there, like that probably uh, borderline rape and stuff like that. But usually, when I so I'm not really talking about that aspect as much as I'm talking about the people who are like uh, Fifty Shades of Grey is super poorly written and. You know, this character doesn't like this. Like, this this character's weak and, like, there's, you know, there's this borderline rapey. And it's like, okay, I hear you. I do. A lot of weird shit goes on in books, first of all. And not every character is is uh, someone you should be considering a role model, for <laughs> one. Um, but the thing is... <laughs> especially romance writers it's like why why do you sit here and make fun of 50 shades of gray like why are you saying this because you, you know what this woman is very highly successful like why don't you try to read it and just find something find something you like about it what did she do you know i'll tell you what she did that made her so successful is she wrote exactly what she fucking wanted to write like you know like maybe just like maybe take that home with you like maybe just be like you know what this woman put her balls out there and was just like, I'm going to write this shit. And then she did. And like millions of people liked it. Like, and there was a movie like kind of weird, but like maybe you can draw inspiration from that. Look at the fact that her craft is so um, quote unquote bad as people say, I don't know. I've never actually read. I've seen some lines and it wasn't great, but like, (laughs) I don't know anything about the romance genre. You know, like, um, so yeah, it's like, find things you like, stop living to hate and learn to love a little. Um, mm-hmm. when I started trying, I've been trying to get into Buddhism and I've just learned that sometimes, you know, being happy with something is about, you know, sort of telling yourself it's okay to be happy, like, and try to be happy about Fifty Shades of Grey. Like, you know, like try to find a thing that you find that she did right because living hateful and just saying everything's bad. Well, that's just, well, that's just sad. Isn't yeah. It? I do think that, yeah, it does. It does help to just think, like you said about the things that are good about something. And you may, I mm-hmm. think there's also a little bit to be said about learning what is just not for you and what, mm-hmm. 
like analyzing what you because there's a lot of times where people have discussions about books and be like well this book is bad and it's really just because that book <laughs> has a trope that's not their favorite trope and they think that that trope is stupid and therefore it shouldn't be in books and this book is bad and i'm like maybe analyze things step back a little bit because there are times where i read books <laughs> and i'm like this book has a thing in it that i personally do not like a trope, a plot device, a character arc, something, or just like the writing style. I'm like, is not my favorite writing style or voice <laughs> or whatever. And just being able to be like, okay, analyze why I didn't like it. Also analyze what it did well. And know that you're not really going to enjoy everything anyway. Yeah, but you're just not. But like, yeah, this, this kind of went on a weird tangent. <laughs> No, that's fine. You're gonna yeah. go on a tangent. If I still understand yeah. you, you're good. <laughs> I'm just thinking about the the topic of reading becoming harder, but I think it is worth going. Okay, this book. I'm just not enjoying this book because it doesn't have things I like. Versus, I'm being too picky about craft, and I need to just chill a little bit. <laughs> Explore mm -hmm. the stuff you hate a little bit too, because maybe there's something you can find to like in it. Make your adult life just a little bit more adventurous. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah. So every other Friday, you can join us at 7:30 p.m. Eastern on Twitch for the live stream. And to see the upcoming schedule, you can check out our website at anditswriting.com. And a reminder that if you heard anything in the episode that interested you, please check out the show notes for links or information. Thanks for listening. Okay.